Good morning, it's Friday, December 22nd, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things more in our community. Today, supervisors Peggy Judd and Tom Crosby have once again made headlines by pleading not guilty to felony charges. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Christmas, Arizona is a deserted mining town in Gila County? Founded on Christmas Day in 1902, its name originated from the day its mine was staked. For 30 years, its post office made the town a favored spot for holiday mail seeking the unique Christmas postmark. Christmas is notable for being the first discovery site of minerals Apachite, Junitoite, and Ruizite. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. The team at Benson Hospital is always working towards building a healthier community. For example, when the Benson Food Pantry needed a new home, they worked with them to find one, and their staff even helped them apply for grants to support the mission. You can learn more about everything they're doing for our community by following them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our feature story. Supervisors Peggy Judd and Tom Crosby have made headlines by pleading not guilty to felony charges. These charges stem from their delay in certifying the county's midterm election results, a crucial process in confirming the Democratic choice of voters. Let's delve into the background of this story. For weeks, Judd and Crosby hesitated over the certification of election results, a process known as canvassing. Intriguingly, they didn't point out any specific issues with the election outcomes. However, they expressed doubts about the machines used for ballot tabulation. They questioned whether these machines were properly certified for use in elections. This skepticism came despite assurances from state and federal election officials affirming the machine's certification. During their brief arraignment hearing on Thursday, Judd and Crosby entered not guilty pleas to charges of conspiracy and interference with an election officer. The court also outlined their future court dates, including a trial set for May 16th. Kurt Altman, representing Judd, spoke outside the court, stating, We feel like there is no basis for these charges. She was charged for doing her job. Meanwhile, Crosby, alongside his lawyer Tim Grimm, chose not to comment post-hearing. The situation reached a critical point when then-Democratic Secretary of State Katie Hobbs, who is now the governor of Arizona, warned that she might have to certify statewide results without Cochise County's numbers. Such a move could have dramatically altered the outcome of several closely contested races. Adding to the complexity, days before the 2022 general election, these Republican supervisors scrapped plans for a hand count of all ballots. This decision came after a court ruled that such a count would be illegal. They also demanded proof from the Secretary of State that the vote-counting machines were legally certified before agreeing to approve the election results. It's important to note, however, that Judd and Crosby are not facing charges related to the hand-counting ballot plans. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. 
Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and we'll have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, the Real Christmas Tree Board surveyed 55 wholesale growers of natural trees to predict pricing and other trends this holiday season. Mackenzie Hamill of Cronkite News has more on the story. I'm at the Munoz Christmas tree lot here in South Phoenix, just one of the many retailers reporting price increases on trees this year. But owners here say that this lot is different because the focus isn't profit, instead the spirit of giving back. The scent starts to fill up the lot and before you know it, it, it smells like Christmas. For this tree lot, it truly is a family affair. Jimmy Munoz Jr. helps run his late father's Christmas tree lot with his other relatives. The 40-year-old business has remained an integral part of keeping family ties strong. This was his tradition, and um, for him, the most important thing was having people together. The Real Christmas Tree Board represents Christmas tree growers. In a survey, 71% of their retailers reported wholesale prices would increase anywhere from 5 to 15% this year. Munoz noted that some of their bigger trees have gone up as much as 25%. Not a lot of growers were expecting the, the increased temperatures that make Christmas tree growing more difficult. Um, and then access to water has changed, so it's not raining as much, and these trees need a lot of water to, to grow. Marsha Gray, executive director of the Real Christmas Tree Board, says there isn't a tree shortage, but there is a smaller supply, similar to last year. Over the last seven years, we've had a smaller harvest than maybe 15 years ago. Um, we see that number coming back in a couple of years. For Jimmy Jr., the Munoz Christmas tree lot is a way to carry on his father's legacy by keeping prices affordable and staying connected to the community. My dad wanted access, right, for people who were from a poorer part of town that couldn't afford a lot of times to go to a tree lot and spend a few hundred dollars on a tree. Gray and the Munoz family all say that a little homework goes a long way. So I'll leave you with a little tip. When you go out and buy your Christmas tree, what you're going to do is take a branch, give it a little bend. If it snaps, you'll know that the tree is likely old and dried out. If it's malleable, like this one is, you know that it's a fresh cut. In Phoenix, Mackenzie Hamill, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. This weekend is your last chance to get your holiday shopping done in time for Christmas. Make sure you click Shop Local on MyHeraldReview.com for a list of gifts from our favorite local stores and businesses. 
We hope you have fun, enjoy the company of friends and family, and feel the spirit of the season. Merry Christmas. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Judy Jinyak Leininger. Judy was born in 1939 in Detroit. Her journey began as a shy, book-loving girl and led her to become a trailblazing public servant and business leader. Her life was a story of transformation and service. Moving to Florida in her teens, Judy's adventurous spirit took her to Colorado Springs at 20. There, she embarked on a career in data processing, starting at Cattell and then at NORAD. In 1964, she married Paul Jinyak, with whom she had two children and continued her career even as she supported her husband through his education. Judy's life took a significant turn in Sierra Vista. Here, she delved into politics and community service, overcoming her innate shyness to become a vocal and effective leader. She broke barriers as the first woman on the Cochise County Board of Supervisors in 1977 and continued to influence various organizations and entities, including the Herald Reader's Advisory Board. Her service spanned from local politics to national platforms, including being a delegate at the Republican National Convention in 1980. Her leadership extended into business, notably at Bella Vista Water and Ranches, and she played pivotal roles in a large number of civic organizations. Judy's influence was recognized through many awards and an honorary doctorate from the University of Arizona. After her first marriage, Judy found her soulmate in Oliver Leininger. They married in 1988, and he was her number one fan. Judy is survived by children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. Her life will be celebrated on January 9, 2024, the University of Arizona South Sierra Vista campus. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Judy's life and service. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.